0: Banging my head. Yeah, alright. I'm jamming. Alright, alright. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's my lane. Sorry, man. That's alright. I'll loan it to you. Yeah. I'm grooving. It was a good week this week. You know, I'm happy. I didn't win, but I'm happy. I can tell you're bobbing your head. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm headbanging. I just feel just like a relief this week. I, I picked up two players that are gonna payoff down the stretch they're gonna be I think it's gonna make sure I'm not wearing the pajamas at the end of this right so so you just lost
1: to a guy whose name is dude Where's my team you're now in ninth place and you don't think
0: you're gonna be wearing the pajamas nah man I found my quarterback I found my quarterback and I found my running back everything is going according to plan you scored 127 points
1: and you don't think you're gonna be wearing the pajamas
0: as long as I'm not last I guess the guy. I, hey, I'm also just one game out of the playoffs. Yep, one game and I'm right back in this. And once the week thirteen comes around, yeah, my team is going to be in full effect.
1: Uh huh. Well, well, I mean, hey, you know what? That's a uh, that's what you would call a glass half full approach, and that's fine. That's the kind of optimism you need when you're sitting in second to last place. Nah.
0: And your team name My is. My record is. I'm what? not finishing up. I don't know. I'm what? not 0 and 4. No. It'd be a lot worse if I was 0 and 4. It would be a lot worse <laughs> if you were 0 and 4. In fact,
1: for those who are 0 and 4, it's pretty bad.
0: How many people are 0 and 4 right now?
1: Yeah, so about that. There's no. <laughs> a- <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can get into that, uh, you know, in the podcast coming up. In fact, we may be talking to the brother of someone who was the brother of 0 4. 4. 4. The brother it's of 0 like 4. Like the 4. brother of Jared, yeah, but no, but he's the brother, brother of 0 4. 4. You know yes. what? I think someone needs to uh, change their team name, Brother of 014, and then just update it as the yeah, record updates Yeah, because his everything. team
0: does need to change. Oh, wait, he did change it, Devontae's Inferno. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Still, listen, I'm just going to say you're happy. I'm happy. Okay, I had a good week. I'm happy. And uh, we just had a great week four. A third of the season is done already. Why don't
0: you tell us about week four?
1: I will. Let's get into that week four. Here we go. Week four matchups, guys. Uh, I, I can't, I can't believe we're already a third of the way through the season, but we are. Great matchups this past week, and we have great matchups coming up this week in week five. Let's start out with the epic battle of the week: the the Titans of fantasy football going head to head at it, clashing, fist flying. Uh, I, I'm running out of things to say <laughs> about it. But I'm let's trying to get figure to out who you're talking about. We're talking about Dude Where's My Team in seventh place <laughs> versus I'm Not Finishing Last. And Dude Where's My Team pulls it off 191.3, beats the producer sitting to my left, only scoring 127. Hey, congratulations. 40. What's the point? You did a good job. He did a good point, man. His guy showed up. Devontae Adams on his team scored 44 points. That is insane. He put up big numbers last week. Let's get to the second uh, biggest matchup, I think, in my opinion. Uh, Vacas castigadas. I don't know how to say that. Versus street sweeper in last place. Didn't he get punished this last week? He did. I think. I think the translation of his name roughly means punished cows.
0: Okay, because castig. I think castigate. Right? Is that the root word there? You, I don't know. It you, makes me think of something else where it's not a bull anymore. Listen, don't say smart guy stuff. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Vacas beats street sweeper, who falls to 0 4. By the way, I'm really sorry. But Vakas wins one ninety four point nine over Street Sweepers. Get this, one sixteen. Hey, I didn't 85. lose as bad as he did. You didn't lose as bad as he did, but one sixteen—that is not going to get it done. Uh, the
0: thing that I love the most about that is—is, is, and we might talk about waiver wire pickups. Yeah, later. He, that would have helped having some having a forty-point score
1: <laughs> as a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll get into that later. That's a good point. Um, uh, so, let's see, third matchup. Sorry. Benchwarmers beats Devonta's Inferno Now see, Devonta's Inferno This is the third lowest score of the week No, I'm sorry, this is the fourth uh, I'm trying to do three. math Yeah, I am, I can't fly. do it Forget it, Benchwarmers beats him 219.3 to 135.65 Benchwarmers Takes him back to the back of the woodshed And lays the beat down on him In week four Benchwarmers moves to
0: 3-1 and one. Yeah, I. he's got a good team and Vocus, And his prediction form. is coming true. He's not going to lose again. Right? Yeah,
1: we'll see. This is going to. This is shaping up to be a really interesting week. This week,
0: yeah, especially with the trash talk that went down between Bacchus and Benchwarmers exactly. or Bacus's
1: assistant. Exactly. So, uh, who else uh, we got to talk about?
0: Second to last matchup: Two Socks
1: and Abusement Park. Ooh,
0: yeah, yeah. So Abusement this park, right?
1: So we had billed this. What happened there, buddy? Or at least I was billing this as what I thought was someone that was going to be the matchup of the week.
0: Really, I was two. looking forward to that I thought
1: yeah exactly but tube socks tube socks lays the smack down on Abusement Park 217 to 112.95 not only did he lay the smack down on it tube socks missed out on the biggest blowout of the week by one point and Abusement Park only scored 112 points Street Sweeper scored more points than (laughs) Abusement Park (laughs) that was the
0: guy you could have beat Street Sweeper Street Sweeper you could have won it could have been Abusement Park
1: And finally, the last matchup I got to talk about—the highest scorer of the week, the biggest blowout—with 263.35 points, office linebacker beats a new hope to move to a perfect yeah, 4-0
0: record. Nice 80-yard run by uh, number Chubb there.
1: one overall seed. Beats beats a new hope 263.35 to 169.65. Biggest blowout. That is a showing by office linebacker Nick Chubb. Scores 67. I repeat, sixty-seven point three points. There was no way anyone was beating that. You could have
0: had the unicorn if stinking Matt Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah,
1: I know, man. The the unicorn seems so elusive these early weeks, but I think someone's going to get there. Someone's going to get there this year. Uh, Anyways, those are your week four matchups. What are your thoughts? Any surprises? I'll tell you my surprise: Abusement Park only scoring one hundred twelve points.
0: Yeah, that was pretty surprising. Uh, him, him. You know, I knew those were both. I didn't care who was going to win. I knew, you know, I'm glad that both of those guys were beating each other up. One of them was going to be 3-1, and one, one was going to be 2-2. Two and two. Yeah. I just thought it would be a little more of a competition. But it doesn't matter how much you win by. It doesn't matter if it's an inch or a mile. Quoting my uh, Fast and Furious here.
1: <laughs> now, listen, Abusement Park is now 2-2, two and two, right? Yep. And he, he, if he's only scoring 112 points a game, I mean, nah. the guys that are below him are going to catch him. He had Gallman. He picked up Gallman in place of Barkley, who's you know in for the Giants. Scored him 28 points. The rest of his guys didn't show up. Beckham Jr. only scored four. I don't know what's going on. These Week Four matchups were very uh, interesting.
0: I don't like Dak Prescott either.
1: You don't like? Is that who his starting quarterback is? Yeah, it is Dak Prescott. Okay, so look at this though. Dak Prescott. But only the
0: matchup scored. was good.
1: <laughs> yeah, but see, in, Dak Prescott. Here's his previous games in Week One versus the Giants. He put up 73 points. In Week Two versus the Redskins, he puts up 51 for Dak Prescott. In Week Three versus the Miami Dolphins, he only puts up 36. So
0: those are some elite defenses there.
1: Yeah, right. And then in New Orleans, he put, only puts up 16. And now they get Green Bay at home. I don't know. I don't know if if this is a disturbing trend for Dak Prescott. I don't know if it's because there's right. there's injuries to his He's wide receiver. Ten court. next week. Yeah, and also you have to you have to admit uh, that Stephen made a mistake in benching Todd Gurley. Twenty-eight points on his bench. He started Marlon Mack. Who's hurt? Well, only I, got I'm in no points. position
0: to talk about that.
1: Yeah. You, oh, yeah, you go ahead and talk about
0: what he should have done with no, his
1: bench. No, 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 I'm just saying there's more points that could be had. Nothing that he could have done to win, but there's more points that could have been had that, that were. That adds his bench. up at the
0: end of the season. You know? It does it's add up. A tiebreaker.
1: And then then let's look at your matchup, dude. Where's my oh, team versus? Not. I'm not finishing off I want to look. I want to <laughs> look. So you had Jared Goff on your bench.
0: Tom Brady didn't do so well.
1: Yeah. He got six points. <laughs> That's not well.
0: Tom Brady didn't do so Dude, well. It's and Mecole like, Hardman, my wide receiver, got negative. negative point oh, one, my goodness. Negative point one points. Yeah, Pat you, Mahomes is overthrowing everybody.
1: He was. I th- I don't know what was going on, but I'm glad that uh, the Chiefs and myself were able to win. I was fine with that. I think
0: uh, Miko Hardman got a catch for seven yards right at the end of the game. Yep. Else he was a, he was a lot more than just negative point ten.
1: Now, I'll tell you what, on the other side, dude, where's my team? These are the guys that he was expecting yeah, yeah. to perform. Yeah, yeah, Emmanuel
0: Sanders always D- has a game like Adams, this. Kerry and Johnson. Kerry put and up Johnson their, I didn't think was going to no, be that good, but and, and everybody else put up good, and solid Rivers. numbers. Phillip Rivers, respectable numbers. He should be 190
1: every week. He should, and see, that's the thing, is when you see Abusement Park only scoring 112, but you see dude, where's my team, putting up 191, that's kind of concerning. I, it's Look, I I know dude, where's my team is only 1-3. I know his team has not been good. He could dig himself out if he's putting up 191 points. He can dig himself out. Yeah, I expect him. Yeah, to. Yeah, in Abusement park, I, I how he only scored 112. I mean, with his team, that's concern. If I was Stephen, I'm sweating. A, I'm sweating just a little bit. I'm starting to keep an eye on where those guys are because right now, he's amusement park is but in how fifth. How much?
0: How much does he have to worry about lot, pajamas? Well, though, I'm well, like nobody's gonna be out there to harass him. It's kind of not fair. Oh no, we'll make sure he gets harassed. Remember, <laughs> Tony lives in Chicago now.
1: We'll make sure he gets harassed. But if I'm Abusement Park, I'm looking at the standing saying this. I'm in fifth place. You missed
0: a good opportunity.
1: I'm in fifth place in the AFC nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Sorry, excuse me. I'm in fifth place overall, but I'm also in the AFC in third place.
0: Oh, because the AFC is so much better. Well,
1: hang on. But you have a new hope. You have a new hope who scored 696 points total this year at 1-3, and who's right on his heels. Then you also have Dude Where's My Team, who put up 80 more points than he did this week, who's in seventh place. So you're a so the everyone in the AFC is either in the playoffs or one spot out of the playoffs. There's only two teams in the NFC in the playoffs, Vacas and Benchwarmers, at number two with over, number one uh in, in the NFC gets the number two overall seed, which is Vocas, unless he scores more points than he would get one in the AFC. You know what I'm talking about. Bench warmers is in second place in the NFC and he's the fourth seed. So you have the second and fourth seed in the playoffs in the NFC. The rest of the NFC is terrible, if standings wise. Eighth, ninth, and tenth. It's not even close. So,
0: if just look I'm... at the record. The records are all that matters. And and I see myself the and Devontae's Inferno. We're both one. We're both tied with with the guy in sixth place. Okay, we so are, we're right there.
1: Okay, so the only thing that's going to help that is if the because the NFC gets to play each other twice. So you guys are going to be beating up on each other. But in the AFC. Uh, let me. This is just put this in perspective. The here's the overall rankings right, for the right. AFC. So, what's going to happen one, is three, five,
0: one six. guy is going to drop out of the AFC and one guy is going to drop out of the NFC just because you have to play each other. Yes,
1: but look at the overall points scored so uh, far. I'd rather not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, look. I mean, you have office linebacker who scored 979 and Tube Sox who scored 912. Just okay. wait
0: till the playoffs, man. At all, none of that matters once the playoffs. Start. No, but even with
1: that, even with all those points that they've been scoring, the guys that are in fifth, sixth, and seventh overall, or third, fourth, and fifth in the AFC, are still scoring points. Look at I'm not finishing last. Sorry, you've only scored 592 points overall in seventh place. In seventh place, dude, where's my team has scored 628, a new hope 696, and Abusement park 747. I mean, those guys would be, if we were all together in ten, in uh, if we weren't together in two divisions, nobody in the NFC besides Vakas and Benchwarmers had any right. shot at making the playoffs. Right, I like the divisions. I like the divisions, too. It gives everybody more of a chance to beat up on each other and a, more of a chance to make the playoffs, and, and I plus, like it.
0: my two best players, they haven't scored any points for me. Jared Goff and Saquon Barkley.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's That's true. That's true, but they're not going to do much on your bench. Anyways... Well. Sorry to yeah. get off on this long rant. I just think it's really interesting to look at these standings because the AFC has been so strong this first third of the year. But we're going to call Seth soon.
0: Let's do it. I got great music for him. This is groovy, man. <laughs> That's hanging in there. He's hanging tough in eighth place.
1: <laughs> hey, man! Can you hear me?
2: Yep, I can hear you. Awesome, awesome,
1: dude! Thanks for joining the podcast, man. Sorry to make it so late, but I'm glad we could finally uh, we could finally get you on. This is a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, no worries at all. I, uh, I'm a little bit of a night owl. Working the restaurant life so not a
1: problem dude i hear you hashtag night owls all right that's that's <laughs> that, that's that's my thing dude so I, I gotta ask you i have to ask you you are in eighth place right now in the nfc you have one win over your brother in street sweeper who's in 10th place uh, and, and here's the deal here's the deal you're one in three he is oh and four okay you have only scored six more points than he has all year
0: clash of the titans clash of the titans yeah
1: listen i gotta ask give me your prediction right now on the podcast in front of everyone who is finishing above who this year are you gonna beat your brother is your brother gonna beat you? right what's
2: more important winning the league or or beating beating your your brother brother, right well so you gotta kind of you know hash your bets on which one's more likely and uh doing well in the league this year, isn't looking too great for me right now. Um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so the likelihood, I'm pretty sure I'm going to finish above David. Uh, so, like, that's, you know, an easy check mark right there. Um, but no, I think, you know, th- this year, I like my players on there. I just have made some... Bad decisions as far as benching and and not um, starting, and then dropping some players. That then, as soon as I let go of them, they go off. Yeah. Um, hey, so I think, I, uh, I, I think like Street Sweeper
1: do. knows about
0: it that must, too. That must run in the family.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not doing a not doing a whole lot for the family name this year in the league, are we? <laughs>
1: no. Okay. But you know, I'm glad that you brought up your roster because that's a great segue. The one thing I wanted to ask you about your roster specifically, Drew Brees, he's out when he comes back are you expecting a bump in production because right now i um how do i ask this nicely dude andy Dalton is not good so he's got you he's got you 49 points in week 1 41 points in week 2 28 points in week 3 and he got you 5 points last night can you please i don't,
0: I don't know why though because he had two good games and then he went against crudier defenses and did worse uh, but yeah. see their
1: offensive line is bad so yeah, so he's my, getting okay. hit a lot
0: so now okay, that yeah. makes sense. That makes yeah.
1: sense. <clears throat> so my question to you is please tell me, please tell me. I am begging you that you have a waiver wire claim in for a different quarterback.
2: Uh, no, I don't have a waiver yeah. wire claim. In.
1: Okay, this is awesome. <laughs> no. You're rolling no. with you're rolling with the with the uh with the quarterback. I like it, man.
2: So here's the thing. So I uh you know, this year in all my leagues in the three I went late on quarterback yeah. because it's so deep. Yes. Um and I was really wanting Philip Rivers and I'm pretty sure you took him, Cody, didn't you? Or some who took Philip Rivers?
1: I, I did not take a quarterback. So I, he
2: took him like three picks before I was going to. And I got him in my league and he's actually doing pretty well, uh, especially for like an old, like eleventh or twelfth round pick. Yeah. Um yeah. So I was like, Oh great. I'll just I guess I'll just go with Jameis Winston. I don't really like him. As, you know, as a player or a person, really. But yeah. um, he had really bad weeks the first two weeks, and I cut him. And then he went off for 50-plus points the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's kind of just how my season's been going so far. <clears throat> um, I think you did the but, right
0: thing, though. I think he's not going to be that good by the end of the year.
2: Winston? Yeah, so Winston, I yeah. have... I have some other waiver wires, and you know, I honestly, I think Matthew Stafford uh, yes. is going to have a solid season. Unfortunately, he's on a buy this week, so I don't really want to drop him. I didn't see anybody with a matchup that's really much better than Dalton's.
0: Yeah, Miami's um, got a buy this week too.
2: Yeah, so I don't really there. There wasn't anybody that was like, man, I want to have him instead of Dalton, because um, I mean, he he's probably not going to go off or anything like that. But well, um, they are playing probably, Arizona.
1: Cincinnati's playing at Arizona, so that's not a terrible matchup.
2: Right, right. Um, and some other quarterbacks have put up some good uh, numbers on Arizona. I think it's Arizona, in Cincinnati, so.
0: isn't it?
2: Maybe. It's in but, Cincinnati. Oh, it is
1: in Cincinnati. I apologize. He, they're playing Arizona at home. So, yeah, maybe Dalton will have a decent game.
2: Yeah, but it also uh, John Ross, the young receiver, I think is either doubtful or out. Yeah. So he's down some weapons. But also later in the season, he's going to get A.J. Green back, hopefully. Right, um, right, right, and that'll increase his production. But
0: hey, so maybe Melvin Gordon will go off for you.
2: Hey, that might be true. Yeah. So,
1: so tell me about that. What is your confidence level then in your roster, knowing that knowing that Drew Brees isn't out, you have Carlos Hyde who's been producing for Houston, right? I mean, he, he's yep. been doing, he, and he's on your bench, but he's been doing decent, right? Are, yeah. how, what is your confidence level on a scale of, of one to ten for your roster for the rest of the year?
2: For the, rest, for the rest of the year, I feel like I have a solid roster. Yeah. Um, and I actually, that's why I picked up Drew Brees uh, from somebody who dropped him when he was injured. I don't even remember who dropped him. Um, but I was like, I get him for nothing, and he may come on in like week eight or nine and help make a run um, either to get me out of the cons- consolation bracket or possibly, you know, into the playoffs. We'll, we'll see what happens. Right. Um, so the, the rest of my lineup, I think, is solid. Um, Gordon has some upside, and that was part of the reason I went for that trade is, you know, um, I was able to get a, a first-round pick. I'm giving up probably the most sought-after fantasy uh, asset in the league for the next two to three years. But honestly, next year, if Gordon goes off and I keep him, then I just need to get Saquon's production out of him and my first-round pick, which I think I can do. I think I got that in the for it. But um, for the rest of the year, I, I think I have a solid lineup. And I have a high ceiling. Um, there's some like high risk, high reward players on there um, that you know could potentially go off. Um, we'll just see how it goes. I think I just have right now. It's just kind of solid, and some of the players like having not been doing well. Connor has been a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. Um, and not not bad. He had a decent game um, this past week. Um, but <clears throat> you know some of my receivers aren't really you. Know, showing up as much as I thought I would. I'm an idiot for not taking your trade offer for Watkins because he's done absolutely nothing since then. I should have taken me up on that for sure. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, it's kind, of a, it's kind of a coin flip right now and that's honestly how uh, all of my leagues are doing this year. Yeah, like yeah. in all three leagues, I'm not in the half in any of them. Um, but I actually look at my roster and I'm like, you know what? I feel like I I feel like I have a pretty good roster. Just these guys aren't putting numbers up.
1: No, that's fair. And I think the confidence factor comes down to are you confident enough in your roster to make sure that uh at next year's draft you're not dress dressed up in meet me under the toe pajamas. <laughs> you know? Like like are you confident enough that your that your team is gonna at least keep you from wearing pajamas? And if you um, are, then that's great. And then you you have more potential. If you're not, if you're on shaky ground with that, Bro, better be hitting up the waiver wires in the <laughs> trades because you saw those pajamas and the looks people
2: were I getting. Did. So, yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't um, wait till I knock you out of the playoffs <laughs> and I'm number six and you're in the pajama bowl.
2: You are. And drunk.
1: you'll probably do it with Saquon. Saquon. Saquon yeah. Saquon, exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't know when you guys' this next matchup is, but if it's later in the year and like Saquon's playing and he
0: you beat him with Saquon. Oh man, that's going to be epic. I can't wait for that <laughs> podcast. The I thought was interesting this week is we make the running back trade of the century and then everybody else wants to be like us,
2: right? Yeah, it seems like that was weeks ago now with all of the other like transactions that we've had. Like that seems like old news when I, I it love first it. happened it was like everyone I, was I want a running back like too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Seth, one thing you're going to find out is for this month of October Things are going to heat up and people are going to be trading. I mean, it's been it's been like a flurry of trades now. But as we get towards the end of October and we see a little bit more separation in the league, and people get a better sense of I could make it or I'm really going to make it, there's going to be some blockbusters. What about Vaca's? Oh,
0: yeah. Vaca's traded a good backup running back off of his off of his bench just for nothing this year for a draft pick next year. Right. I mean yeah. if, if for somebody who's going for the win, going for the, the championship, has a good contending team, to just say, Oh, I don't need this. I want a draft pick next year too. That that level and uh that degree of complexity and and roll the dice in this league is what makes it so much fun. It does. Oh, it, absolutely. Yeah, the ability uh, like, to
1: trade draft picks really adds an element in this league. It's almost like a wild card and it makes it fun. It makes it a lot of fun. For Sorry sure. Seth go ahead. And
2: it's different. It's different than like any other league that I've been in. You know, when I first joined up and I saw like the different rules, and I was like, we first said like it was gonna be, it wasn't gonna be a sneak jack and all that stuff. Like, I, was, I didn't really have my head wrapped around it yet, and I was kind of like, man, this is this is kind of weird and funky. Like I don't know if I'm if I'm really gonna be super into this. But like the more I get into it and the more I see how it works, like it's more like actually owning a franchise, like a real life like NFL franchise. Like that's how you're managing your team. Um, which makes it, it just brings a different element into it. And I, I've like slowly become like more and more like fond of it. like, I, I like it a lot. I like the, the setup. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm all in now, man, this is, this is really fun. It's, uh, it adds like a, a different level, you know, like, uh, like Trevor said, the thrill of a good deal, um, <laughs> yeah. is, uh, it's, it's just another level. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun and I enjoy it immensely. And, uh, the fact that there's keepers and there's there's trading draft picks and divisions where you're fighting with your own guys and then deciding if you want to trade in division or out of division and trying to swing deals and guys' values drop so wildly. And, and I'll use a little anecdote for that uh, real quickly, but the first thing I want to say is what makes the league so fun is that everyone is engaged and everyone cares. And nobody wants to go out in public and wear the pajamas. And people <laughs> love getting championship rings, and it's just—it's yep. a lot of fun. And there's a podcast, and I'm glad you're part of the league, and it's been—it's been great. But let me give a small anecdote about that. Yeah, I remember that there was trade offers or some trade discussions surrounding Sammy Watkins after he had that monster week one, and I believe, mm-hmm. and you can straight up tell me if I'm not saying this correctly. I believe you were asking for like a first or second round pick for him, and now he is <laughs> not. Yeah, now he is not second round pick material. So I you couldn't can,
2: give him away, probably. But um, yeah, don't. No, go. I, well, I was also again still kind of new to the whole thing. It was the first week, and you know I didn't really. Uh, I was looking at what other people were doing and things like that, and I knew that you wanted him really bad. And part of me was, like, trying to do the whole, okay, you came at me with, like, I think a fifth round or something like that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to propose a first round and see what happens there. And I was planning on meeting at the third round pick. And I don't think you have a third round pick.
1: No, not now. I did, but yeah. I didn't. I, I did back then, but I didn't. I don't now. But see, that's the fun. Third
0: round pick for Sammy Watkins, a guy who has one good game a year and then is injured for four games a year. <laughs> well, hey, um, no, listen. I'm saying that was that's
1: the that is the exact point I'm trying to make is the ability to trade picks. Excuse me. Makes this makes this league so unique because the guys' values yeah. guys' values can drop. Imagine trading Sammy Watkins in the first week for a week one pick. And now you're just like praying with all hope that he actually puts up 20 points. Not saying that he can't, but it just, there's so much complexity with it. I love it. It makes it so much fun.
2: Well, especially like I think now, like the Chiefs are, uh, especially if he's like talking about fantasy football, are just a totally different animal. You know, when he had that big week and then Tyreek went out, we were all like, oh man, he's going to get so much work because he's now the number one guy in the highest producing offense in the NFL. And I was reading about him, like, because I always like, you know, just trying to trying to build some hope for him to have a good performance. He's still like the fourth most targeted receiver in the NFL, right?
0: Right? In the right? Top
2: five, at least. Wow. And it's just it just hasn't it just hasn't hit for him yet. Um, so I mean, like the targets that we were all anticipating were there. He just hasn't put it all together. There's that one pass in the um, end zone that he dropped last week. It got it got punched out by the defender. Yeah. Um. And. That's another thing about the Chiefs is you never know who's going to be the go-to guy because Patrick Mahomes can just sling it to anybody, you know, and we can have Demarcus Robinson go off, or Nicole Hardman go off, and hopefully Sammy Watkins at one point, you know, Travis Kelsey hasn't had a huge game. There's just it's like it's like roulette to see who's going to be on the receiving end of all of Mahomes' stuff.
0: See, I think of Sammy Watkins in the Chiefs' offense as uh, Julian Edelman, the guy who will catch everything thrown his way, right? So he's the guy that the others stretch the off stretch the defense and he gets underneath and catches everything underneath. So occasionally he, we've seen that he can, he can go deep or he, but I also like how he runs after the catch. So, you know, you have to throw yeah. that in there too. So he does that better than anybody in the league, I think. Um, so he is a good pickup. It's just that he's not, he's, I, I don't know. I think he's going to get hurt again, except for this is his contract year. So he might actually yeah. gut it out, but he never is. He's like a uh, Michael Thomas. He's, Always getting lots of targets, always getting lots of catches, but he's not the fast, blazing speed guy like, like, uh, uh, I don't know, your other top wide receivers, Julio Jones or, or, uh, I can't think of the guy from Houston, um, DeAndre Hopkins or even T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton is a guy who's always going deep. If they throw the ball deep, it's yeah. always T.Y. Hilton catching it. So,
2: I think part of that is also the design of the Chiefs because we, you know, we have Tyreek Hill. That is that's his role. He's supposed to stretch right. it over the top. Because I mean, Sammy Watkins, the first week, he showed he's got he's got top level speed. I mean, he's still one of the the faster guys on our team. It's just that's not what his role is, and he's probably never going to be, you know, a reach up to like his talent or skill level. Just because I don't think he's, uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins um, is somebody that can. Don't get a jump ball over anybody. Sam Watkins isn't that big or that strong. Right, right. Um, you know, he's just kind of got above average, everything, you know, he's above average in speed he's above average with hands His route running was good. Um, and he just is in the, in a number two role right now with Tyree kill. So he's not getting all those big plays except for the week that I sit him. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: all right. <laughs> as long as we're talking chiefs, we're having a uh, watch party next week because we changed the church uh, hours. So, Thank you to DA for that, and everybody come over and watch the Chiefs at my house afterwards. What time? Uh, the game is at 7, so after church, I will have it recorded, but it'll be really close. We'll fast-forward through the commercials until we catch up with it.
1: That's great. Sounds great. Okay, Seth, a uh, couple more questions for you. Sorry to bring up a digression topic right. as in-depth as in Sammy Watkins. Right. Okay, so uh, first question. Are Looking at the standings, we're a third of the way through the season. Any major surprises to you? Anything that stands out? You're, you're, you are... Um, uh one of our newest members. And so kind of getting that unique perspective. Anything that surprises you, anybody you took for granted or underestimated, anyone you overestimated, just maybe some thoughts here be through be the quiet, first... let them answer the question,
0: Sorry. man. <laughs> uh
2: no, I mean nothing nothing really surprising. Um, you know, I I honestly think that um the the league is a little like when I look at the rosters from what I see, and I mean am not an expert by any means, but I say like Nobody has a roster that you're like, this is garbage and there's no coming back from it. Even even my brother, uh, with no <laughs> wins. Um with no wins. Uh I mean he's still got some talent on his team if they if he can, you know, if people can perform and, and get consistent. Um, you know, I'm not not saying that necessarily looks like he could win the league, but you know, I was I'd say the one thing that kinda of surprised me was uh Trevor's team not Perform. i mean with all those draft picks that he had uh in know, the right? early round i was like oh my gosh he's just gonna mop the floor with everybody and i mean he's still doing really well i think he he's at one loss right something like that yeah he's three and one yeah so still i mean that's not a bad start by any means but <clears throat> i was just kind of expecting him to be head and shoulders above everybody um and it's just a little bit more even
1: yeah, no, fair enough. Let, let's get some predictions, one through six. Who do you think are your six teams that make the playoffs?
2: Oh man, I've been so busy just focusing on how terrible my team is doing and how to fix it. Um, I haven't like really analyzed all the other teams. Are records. you making the playoffs? I mean, what was that? Are you going to make the playoffs? I, I, if I was betting, if I was going to like, uh, if I was a betting man, I would not bet on myself. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, especially, you know, if Melvin Gordon resumes his, uh, his like leadership, whatever the percentage of snaps that he got last year, um, he could be a beast. Um, Drew Brees could be, I think one of the reasons I really like picking up Drew Brees is, um, he's going to be making a run for the playoffs. And when he comes back, I think he's going to be trying real hard. Um, he's going to have a fire lit under him. And so I think he's going to really show out when he gets back. As long as, he's, as long as his hand's okay, that's one kind of risk factor with that. If his hand doesn't heal right, then he might not be any good at all. But, um, you know, some of the other uh, receivers I have, and, and if Connor picks it up, like, I, I feel like I, I wouldn't be surprised if I made the playoffs. I don't expect to, like, rattle off ten wins in a row or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, I can see myself finishing anywhere from, you know, four to where I'm at right now at eight that none of that would surprise me I don't think I'll finish last um that might be uh the the pride before the fall right there but I just I, <laughs> I feel like I can I feel like I can uh keep myself out of last place
1: all right then let me ask you this a lot easier question and then I'll get sure. to you get then we'll we'll get to your 30 seconds the first one okay. just just two predictions your champion predict a champion and predict a pajama wearer
2: okay um I, mean, I promise this isn't any like you know sibling rivalry or brotherly. <laughs> Here we now. go. Uh, but but I mean, I looking at the teams, it looks like uh, looks like Dave's going to be wearing the pajamas um, <laughs> for the second time, right? I don't for think the I second time. Yes, yes. time. for the second it, time. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know uh, I would say like the four teams that I think look the most solid. Um, you know, you got. Uh, Tony's team, I mean, with Patrick Mahomes, um, it's, or I'm sorry, wait, Trevor has, nope, Cody, you have Patrick Mahomes.
0: Yeah, buddy. the guy sitting next yeah. to
2: me. Yep. Yeah, anybody code. with Patrick Mahomes, uh, he won my other, my league at the restaurant for me last year, um, like, I mean, that's just having him on there, who I think is having shoulders above, like, as, as far as, like, stats he puts up. yeah um, is 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 pretty pretty nice little card to have. Um, da's team looks really solid, um, and and Trevor's team does too. You know, I, like I said, I think one of the things I was surprised about is that the players he has haven't performed really well. I think they will eventually start to perform. Um, any one of those three, I think you guys could take the lead.
1: Interesting. All right, here's your thirty seconds. Give me any uh, specific. Deals? Any specific trades you're trying to get? Any specific positions? Anything you want the people to know? Throw it out there. Let the guys know what you're looking for, what you're interested in, if anything.
2: Um, My main thing with trades is like I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give away uh, like a draft pick for somebody who's gonna be on my bench. Yeah. Um. You know, like I want, and and that's not necessarily me like being you know like trying to hoard draft picks or anything. Like if there was something I thought was gonna benefit me, I would. I mean, that's part of the reason that, um, you know, I gave up Saquon is because I think I saw value in Melvin Gordon as well as getting another draft pick, but, um, yeah, uh, lots like the, you know, trading, you know, even in eighth or seventh round pick is a potential starter. Yeah. So I'm not gonna give that up. I'm not gonna give that up for somebody who I have better skill positions at um on my roster already and is just gonna wreck my bench for the rest of the week or the rest of the year and not give me points anyway. No,
1: that's fair. Um, you want you want help now for trade for picks later.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And not even necessarily, you know, picks later, uh for like I'm not necessarily trying to get more picks. I'd always welcome more picks. I'm not gonna um, completely scrap this year and say, okay, fire sale. Who wants to give me, you know, high yeah? I hate myself? people who do that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not doing that yet. Uh, but <laughs> but um, no, like I think. I think the trade with me and Daniel, I think it benefited us both. I think a couple of people said, like, I can't tell who won this trade. Yep. You know, and that's and that's what I look for in a trade. Is like, I want to help you out if you help me out. A lot of people that took a lot of negotiating
0: trade. too. That was. That was
2: yeah. a lot of back and forth, <laughs> yeah. But that's just that another
1: fun. fun aspect of the league.
2: Yeah, and that's like when I won't trade a running back for a running back or a wide receiver for a wide receiver, uh, like just straight up, like because what's the point? Yeah, like no, why am I, sense. you know, you know, if I if I and unless somebody offers me somewhere where I'm like I don't really care about this guy and I really like it, if they if they did that, but that would be you know kind of lopsided. Um, but if I think it's even, I mean, now if I needed depth at running back or, like, if I, you know, one of my running backs got hurt and I was like, hey, I got a bunch of wide receivers, if you have some running backs, um, that might be something that I would do. That's the way I kind of look to for both sides to benefit in the trade.
1: Makes sense to me. Seth, I appreciate it. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for Thanks being right. patient keep with me. Keep hanging tough there, Seth. Keep, yeah, keep hanging tough, man. You're just you're right Absolutely. there on the cusp. <laughs> Thanks, guys. This was fun. Yeah, talk to you later, man.
2: All right, have a good night. Right, bye.
1: That was fun That was great, man That was a really good interview and, and see <laughs> It was a he, long interview It was a long interview, sorry But uh, hey, if he's got a lot of information, let's get it out there This is great We did digress a little too far into Sammy Watkins <laughs> So we'll probably call this the Sammy and the Watkins Chiefs, podcast In the, yeah. the
0: football party at my house Right We so, moved church so that we could watch the Chiefs No, stop Stop <laughs> Okay <laughs>
1: So uh, everybody's
0: gonna be saying yeah that.
1: sorry, Tony, sorry Stephen, but uh, if you guys want to come into town for the football party, that'd be great. <laughs> anyways,
0: that, Seth, thank you for coming on. that was fantastic. That was a great interview. Yeah, kind of nice having a new kid on the block, you know come be <laughs> 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 It
1: was good, but I listen, I'm glad that I'm glad that Seth uh, speaking to you directly into the league, I'm glad you're in the league. It's been fantastic having you and I'm glad we're all excited and engaged. I'm glad that we are all kind of part, you know, we're all part of this kind of, um, it does feel, uh, I think you put it best when it says it, it feels like you're managing your own franchise. So we're all part of this league managing our own franchises. That's just not something that yeah, is maybe the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's or the, uh, this is L O E D. No, where's my, uh, where's my hi-hat hit there with that or something. There it is. Okay. Thank you. Anyways, great interview. Uh, Anybody that wants to come on and do an interview and make it that long, if you're going to have good answers like that, that's fantastic. That, that was great.
0: I got a sounder for David Welch. Okay, let's hear it. You uh, you fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on grandpa's old cough medicine? Come on, give me that booze, you little pumpkin pie haircutted freak. Come on. Sir, no, wait, 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 wait. No, sir, don't. Don't drink. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. <laughs> when I saw Tic Tac sir <laughs> When I saw Robert Woods on yeah. waiver wire, I was like, no, oh, I couldn't click it fast enough. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. who's who's got ahead of me? It's like, oh, there's no way he's gonna fall to me. And then when I saw you got him, I was like, oh dog on it, man. Listen. Anybody but Cody David, you you have to
1: not you have to I would have exercised maybe a week or two more of patience with Robert Woods just for some context. Robert Woods put up 37 points this week <laughs> and David drafted him in the 3rd round.
0: Yes. Yeah, he's he's the best deep threat in this league. The deep threat guys have, you know, the most uh, big point potential.
1: Okay, but hold on. But on the Rams though, you have the guy. You have the number one, Cooper
0: Cup. Cooper Cup. Well, nobody he wasn't he nobody knew he was going to be that good this year. I didn't know he's gonna be that good this year. And I don't think yeah. he's the deep threat. Guy. Well he was he hurt catches last season he was. Yeah. He was good last season, but he was a possession receiver. He's taken a lot of possessions and turned them into touchdowns because he's busted loose like Sammy Watkins a few times. But Robert Woods is the over the top he's the uh 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 yeah, you know, he put up Tyree 163 on yards.
1: Yeah, and there's no way I was going to let that sl- like I'm going to put in a waiver claim. If I see Robert yeah. Wood sitting there, yeah, I'm getting him because I need wide receiver help, and that was great. I feel bad for David, but not that bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> like,
0: I feel bad for you, man. I feel bad for David, and I do feel bad for David, and uh, I just, I just feel really bad that you picked him up. That's like insult to injury.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, because me getting good players uh. is just terrible. Anyways... Um, Yeah, and Cooper Cup just why he's on my mind. Dude, he's been putting up monster points for Yeah, you. I
0: didn't know he's going to be that good.
1: I almost sent you a trade request for Cooper Cup today. I can't
0: let go of him. He's awesome.
1: Well, I, I mean, maybe y- you'd never say never now. Well,
0: hey, I might win the league this year with this lineup I'm putting together. <laughs> I got my quarterback. I got my running back. got two awesome wide receivers. I got uh, me Cole Hardman once he just starts catching the ball and running his routes the right way. You never know. No, I, I kind of know. I've got another good running back. This league, this year, I always thought it was about the wide receivers. This year, it's about the running backs, though. It is about A lot the of people backs. are trading for running backs. A lot of scoring coming from the running backs. But I think my theory is the quarterbacks are terrible. The quarterbacks this year are doing awful. And so the, the wide receiver numbers are down.
1: Wide receiver numbers are down, but also the utilization of running backs in the passing game has like shot through the roof. In my opinion, there's always guys dumping off passes, uh, going five wide sets with your running back. And it, like, I see more of that in may- maybe, I'm just seeing, I
0: guess more so, production in running backs this I year. I think a lot of people are getting run. I mean, Chubb didn't catch an 80 yard pass. He ran the ball. Uh, that's the guy a guy f- for Indianapolis. Really good point, yeah. He, he's, uh, he's, I mean, I can't think of his name, uh, Mac. Marlon Mack. He's, Great, and he doesn't catch the ball. If he's in the game, you know they're running it, and they yeah. st- he still gets yards. Uh, the dude I got from uh, Baltimore, he's he runs the ball. I mean, he make he gets two catches. The guys who catch it are on Da's team, and I don't know. Uh, no, that's fair. These guys are just running the ball very well, and it's turning into a running back uh, a league this year. So, But I think it'll come back. There's too many bonus points out there for those 40-yard plays, and that's going to come to wide receivers more than running backs.
1: Yeah, that's fair, and it has. And that's why we saw guys like Sammy Watkins blow up. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's great. And, and that's great that it, they have the ability to come back, especially with the bonuses in the league. But it does seem like a very running back heavy league. In fact, a lot of the trades have involved running backs. There have been all obviously a trace in wide receiver and yes, I know all the likes, but people are really key on picking up really really good running backs and starting them and stashing them on their bench. So, I think there's I think there's a lot of uh, or I think that lends some credence to what you were saying.
0: So, these the uh, I'm going to play a song for all the losers out there who are searching the waiver wire. There's there's guys out there that have improved their team. We're going to discuss those a little bit. The best waiver wire pickups. DA had a good point. Uh, or a good... Uh, uh, wow, that's really loud. A number of uh, his opinion. We'll, we'll share opinions of our, our league members, league mates. And uh, he had a few things to say. That's your cue. Yeah, I know. So, check this out. DA
1: sent this over. Vaca sent this over. And he said... My nomination for best pickups of the past week. Number one, Marcus Mariota at 40 points. Street sweepers picked him up and started him. He outscored his projected points by ten points and was Street Sweepers highest scoring player. So that was a good pickup by him. Yeah. And that's what that's what is what Street Sweeper is gonna need to do in order to kind of dig himself out of the hole. And listen, that is it's he's not in a big hole. Like I said, he's only scored Six less points than his brother, and he's only one less win. He's 0 Everybody 4 the other people are 1-3. He can dig himself out really easy. It's still early. So moves like that where he can pick guys up off the waiver wire and appropriately start them could get him the wins that he needs.
0: I wish I appropriately started Jared Goff.
1: Yeah. I appropriately started Robert Woods.
0: Yes. <laughs> Speaking of. Anybody else. But other than David Would have appropriately started Robert Woods Speaking of
1: DA's second nomination for best pickups of the past week Robert Woods at 39 points I claimed him on on Sunday morning When I was laying in bed late late Saturday night On a Sunday morning And I saw him out there and got him because I put him the in the waiver claim. You didn't see him till Sunday. No, like I was up, meaning like I was up late looking at my roster stuff. Oh. But I had put in the waiver claim, so I started him when I got him. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, you know what I mean? It processed. I was up late. I started. Yeah, I had
0: that up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. there. Yep. Okay. And he was my second highest scorer of the week. Now believe I, it's hard to believe that Patrick Mahomes was playing in Detroit in a dome and didn't put up any touchdowns or and didn't put up a lot of points, but I, I didn't, would cut him. Yeah. Well, maybe I could get a 15th rounder for him. Yeah. Also, Kareem Hunt.
0: Right, right. Bench
1: warmers picked him up and flipped him for a ninth round pick less than a week later. You know who got him? A New Hope. Uh, Good luck to you. A New Hope traded a ninth round pick for him. He's sitting out there on the free agent wire. A week ago, you could add him for free. Honorable mention. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm I like the honorable pick. mention. Jared Goff. He's my new starting quarterback. Jared Goff at fifty-two points. I'm rolling with bench. him the rest of the year. Yeah, man, that's a that's a tough break. I don't know. If, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if you can not start Goff now when he's not on a bye But hey, you know, not everybody can be winners. Um, you know, I thought you were playing the song for yourself. We can't all
0: be athletes, but if you're not an athlete, you can be an athletic supporter. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> So there are your there are your waiver wire uh, pickups of the week for all of, us of losers who are down there trying to put a, together a team. Yeah, hit those waiver wires, find those guys, make a trade, get yourself a Saquon Barkley.
1: Right, and like I said, I <laughs> I don't feel I feel bad for David dropping Robert Woods, but I obviously don't feel bad enough to not pick him we up in back. Sure, for like a third round pick,
0: <laughs> that'll be two <laughs> third round picks. He's been on,
1: <laughs> right? It. Sure, I'll do it. Anybody who wants to offer me a third round pick? Uh, hey, I'm willing to listen. Let's get into these uh, week five matchups, shall we? Because uh, this is a move em and shake em week. Check this out, and I want to tell you this. We have two matchups, marquee matchups, as you would say. First and second place in each
0: division. Right, right. This is going to be good. This is going to be great. I am... I'm really? really looking forward to the trash talk messages they've been classic they have been classic It doesn't and have to you don't have to do something fancy or special just get on there leave a voicemail that says the other guy sucks and and I'll play it
1: yeah there you go and <laughs> uh, maybe I can see if Stephen Hawking can make a make an appearance later <laughs> he was a lot of fun. he's a good sport. all right back to the matchups two marquee matchups I'm gonna start with the NFC your division marquee matchup number one first place. In the NFC second seed overall, Vacas Castigadas, I don't know how to say that, help me out, I'm not that Spanish. Sounds right. Versus the second place NFC member, bench warmers, at the number four overall seed. Your thoughts? Uh I hope you guys beat each other up. Sounds great. I think this is my prediction. Bench warmers wins. Bench warmers gets into that top NFC spot, and he doesn't look back the rest of the year. He stays there the rest of the year. He doesn't move. Yeah, so you think, just like, his prediction's going to come true? That's his only loss? I think Benchwarmers, no. And I'm not saying that's going to be, this is going to okay. be Bacchus' loss either. I'm just saying bench warmers gets into the top seed First place and stays in there. the NFC, and he stays there the rest of the year.
0: Okay. Or at least a piece of it. At least a piece of it, right. Okay. But he's going to stay there. Okay.
1: Much like this next matchup I'm going to talk about, which is Tube Sox and Office Linebacker. Their number one overall seed, Office Linebacker, and first in the AFC versus the second place AFC member and number three seed overall, Tube Sox. I think Tube Sox wins this one, and I think he stays at the top of the AFC. <laughs> okay.
0: I think A little humility from the commish.
1: I think Tube Sox wins. I think Benchwarmers wins. I think they stay, and I think that is going to be from here on out, from this week, that is going to be your number one, Overall seed in the AFC and your number one overall seed in the NFC. Tube
0: Socks and Bench Warmers, and it's not going to change the rest of the year. What do you think about that? Uh, I, I agree. I think Tube Socks is going to move up. I think office linebacker is going to come back to the pack. Um, you know, I don't know. You've been just getting insanely lucky, and Patrick Mahomes is the cheat code, as uh, Abusement Park says. And now you got Robert Woods. And now you're putting together a quality team. Now I'm starting to reshape my thinking. Yeah, very. I enough. just, I just, uh, you might actually make the playoffs. You might actually make the playoffs, I, which, which drives me crazy.
1: I think I'm going to make the playoffs. Yes, but I think Tube Socks and Benchwarmers are the guys, and I really, honestly
0: believe that after this week,
1: they're going to do, they're going to win, and they're not going to look back. There's going to be, it may be close, but they are, they are not going to look back. It's going to stay the number yeah. one and number two seeds overall. Kamara's
0: value has come down for Bacchus. It so. has. That's too bad.
1: Yep. Anyway, so those but are. But the big
0: matchup, what everybody's dying to see.
1: The big matchup. This is this is this is like Super Bowl of the league in Week Five. I cannot believe this is happening. In ninth overall place, I'm not finishing last versus Street Sweeper in 10th place. This yes. is the matchup of matchups. My we have been best,
0: am- second best chance at a win.
1: We have been waiting for this matchup basically for years. This is like, <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. Now, let's look at these projected points real quick, shall we? <laughs> right. I'm Not Finishing Last is projected with 151.87 points. Let me read that again. That's right. 151.87. Street Sweeper, projected points, 151 point 22 you're projected to win by help me out i can't do math 65 is that right no yeah 65 point 65 points yeah i mean is has, has that ever happened before i mean oh i think you beat me last year by like half of a point Remember that when the when the scoring?
0: Yeah, I remember. And then it, uh, there were a couple of when they changed the scoring after the fact.
1: Yeah, like when like yeah, not, the corrective I'm, I'm, scoring. I'm the
0: epitome of let's correct the score and make Daniel win. Yeah, and you. This might be one of those. This cases. might be
1: one of those weeks. What it that's neck and neck. If okay, uh, before we get into the last two, match right, street Sweepers. I'm okay. your
2: huckleberry. just my game. Let's I'll do put this. You out of your misery. Say wham.
1: Let me ask you this. If <laughs> we've been talking so much junk on Street Sweeper right now, what if he beats you this week? You would be in 10th place, and you just said that you're like one game away from the playoffs. I ain't gonna lie, that would suck. Dude, he could realistically do this. I'm gonna get into this. We're gonna take the time to do this. I wasn't gonna do this. But we're gonna do this. Let's look at these matchups, okay? Okay. I'm going to go position by position. you got Jared Goff going. He's at Seattle. He has Uncle Rico, Gardner Minshew II, <laughs> going at Carolina. Uncle Rico. He's got Uncle Rico. Now, you're starting Cooper Cup, also at Seattle, and Brandon Cooks, who's also at Seattle. So you have three Rams. Your line, your whole lineup depends on how the Rams perform at yeah. Seattle on a short week on Thursday night.
0: Yep, that's going to be.
1: I'm going to be paying a clo-
0: close attention Thursday for sure.
1: Like, I it, I haven't given my prediction for this game, but when I'm looking at this, your three top scorers on your roster are suppo- are all playing on a short week Thursday night on the road. I'm going with David.
0: I got to go with really? Street Sweeper on this, man. He's got- I like, I like uh, Thielen against New York Giants. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I have no idea what Minshew's going to do against Carolina. Brown, Baltimore against Pittsburgh? I, I don't know. That's a division game. They always play each other tough, but I don't know. I don't sit. I think. And he's got Kittle
1: and Brita going on Monday night at home.
0: I like Williams on Sunday night football.
1: I do too. I like his matchups, man. I'm telling you, I think street sweeper gets his win. And if he beats you, I'm not going to let you hear the end of it. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been talking so much smack on him
0: and I'm, now that I'm looking at it, I'm kind of scared, man. I'm worried for you. Well, it's, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it, any Anybody could have it any given day, right? But, yeah, i am kind of had this one written down as a, a W for me, but it doesn't look good.
1: Well, and the fact that he's in your division, so that means I don't think you guys have played yet. No. So if he beats you this time, then, he, then even if he beats you and then you, Obviously, there's all these hypotheticals, but that means he at least has, you can do no better than tie with him for your division record or basically your head-to-head record. So basically, if he beats you now, you have to make sure that not only to beat him when you play him next as kind of like a revenge game, but then also at the end of the year, by the end of the year, you need to make sure and score more points than he does.
0: This is an important game.
1: This yes, an that's a important matchup.
0: Yeah, and so I, I was kind of. Joking I do not about it wear I the open pajamas. Them. I like David. Like he's, it doesn't bother him. It, it fits. He's in, got the they personality. fit him he'll, well. He'll, he'll yeah, own it, fit- and he'll just laugh, and, and it's fine. I would be like ticked off if I had to endure that kind of embarrassment. Well, I would
1: not do well. I then I would strongly suggest <laughs> that you do not lose this game.
0: Yeah, that's like I agree. I, or I, I'm.
1: Or, Look, or I wasn't planning on getting into this. This is all on the fly. We did not talk no, about this beforehand. No, I didn't think so
0: either. I didn't know it was this close. Yeah. 151.87. Right, and you got... fifty-one point two two.
1: A third of your roster going on a short week on the road. Seattle's
0: got a pretty good defense, too.
1: Dude, you may... Listen, I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm not, I I didn't talk to you about this beforehand, but I'm going to ask anyways. If it gets to the point... Let's say you lose this week, and it gets to the point where it's looking grim, are you willing to depart with some of those extra picks that you have to get quality guys to plug in. Not a in. chance.
0: I have faith. You have to you have to trust the program. Trust the system. And uh, suck for luck as it is, as it was, as for like Houston Astros, the small market team. Yep. We just got to put it together and uh, trust the system.
1: If, if these are the lineups that you're going with... Trust the process. If these are the lineups, I'm going to go with Street Sweeper, except for I think McCall Hardman's going to have a good game at mm-hmm. home against Indianapolis. Here, yep, and I think uh, Scantling is going to have a good game as well. Yeah, I like both those man. So if so, my but see, he's got Williams going on, and then he's got Breeda versus Cleveland, dude. I would be.
0: I'm I'm beating a dead horse here. The best thing going for me is that he's just snake bit, and nothing goes right for David. Well, this is a new. (laughs) This
1: is a new third. That was the first third of the season. Move on. Go to the next third of the season. These are your next four games that you got to worry about.
0: All right. Let's talk about somebody else.
1: Sorry, I'm just. It's really interesting.
0: You're making me nervous.
1: All right, let's get let's get into some of these other matchups here. In instead of getting into the
0: other so ones. the only interleague matchup is Devante's Inferno versus a New Hope. Right? Yes, that's the only interleague matchup. Represent
1: the NFC. We should be hardcore into uh, divisional matchups by now, and so Devonte's Inferno does go against a New Hope. This is Devante's Inferno, as we just discussed, at the eighth seed. Overall, versus a new hope, who's in the last playoff seed six, but Devontae's Inferno is projected to beat him almost by twenty points.
0: Yeah, I'll take Devontae's Inferno on that
1: one. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Devontae's Inferno on this too, and I think that Andy Dalton has a turnaround game versus Arizona. I agree, and I think some of his guys, uh, some of his guys. Now, the only the only wild card that I think is that Melvin Gordon may not score as many points as he's hoping. But I think his guys have a better performance. I don't like I don't like um the fact that he is starting Gordon so early because I think he may not get that many touches. But if he thinks he's gonna score a lot of points, then th- I mean that's his hope, right? If Gordon could be the X factor in this, if Gordon goes off, Devontas Inferno's got this. Yep. And if Andy Dalton doesn't just not score five points like he did last <laughs> week. Dude, where's my team? Last matchup, dude. Where's my team versus stick it to Abusement, versus Park, Abusement Park? However, Abusement Park is projected right now to beat him by 40 points. Dude, Where's My Team is in seventh overall seed, one out of the playoffs. Abusement Park is in fifth seed, the second to last playoff seed. If Abusement Park loses this, he's out of the playoffs. Uh, out of the playoff standings. I'm pretty sure. Well, no, because if a New Hope loses. I don't know. I'd have to do some math. It's week
0: five. It's not that big deal.
1: No, it's no, but it's a divisional matchup. Yeah. So you want to make sure, and if you're projected to beat somebody by forty, you probably should beat them by forty.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But dude, where's my team? Could throw one ninety up.
1: Well, and Abusement parks projected for one eighty five. So Prescott's well, matchup
0: is missing a guy unit running back. So dude,
1: oh, where's my team? That's is... a great. That's a great point. Dude, where's my team? Is going to put up more points. This is yeah. going to be a closer matchup than we think. We, Kelsey. He, he you know, who he's going to put in there? Le'Veon Bell. He just traded for. That's Bell. right.
0: That's right.
1: So, hey, man, I don't know these. matches. You better not crazy. be starting Dak Prescott.
0: Wait, you know, isn't Le'Veon Bell going to buy? Work. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, we don't really analyze your teams that close. We just look at the numbers real fast. Sorry. Make a prediction. Have fun. Roll on with it. You ready to call this? Let's call it. Sorry for the long podcast, but this is good. It was
1: fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, weekful? Street Sweeper, man. If you beat me this week. Oh. Listen, I thought that Vancas and Benchwarmers, or Tube Socks and Office Linebacker, was our matchups of the week. I'm calling it Street Sweeper, and I'm not finishing last this is going to be the matchup of the week. I cannot wait for Sunday night football to sit there and watch that with you both. It's going to be fantastic. Yes, yes. It's going to come be- on over, David. I'm going to have to towel Daniel off. You know what?
0: Actually, let's wait till Thursday before I extend an official invitation to David. If, if Thursday goes well for me, then you can come over. <laughs> if not, if not, he's gonna if not, stay home. You should home. probably just watch it at your own house.
1: This has been a great podcast. I'm glad that we got to get this in with great interviews, great insights. Week four is in the books. Looking forward to week five. The the uh, first third of the season is over already.
0: It's gone by so fast. I can't believe I'm four and zero. Oh. I am 4 0 i can not oh. believe it. Nobody can. Uh, What's going to happen now that Melvin Gordon is on the Chargers? Eckler going to get all the same carries? Well, why do you think I gave up a third-round pick for Josh Jacobs?
1: Yeah. Anyways, all right, guys, enough of your time. All right. Later.